Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Brother Justin Cooper coming to today from somewhere along the Revival Trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible. And to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I hope you're having a great day today. And if you can find anything better than being saved, then you let me know about it and I'll buy two of them. But I tell you what, there's nothing better than being a Christian and knowing that you're heaven bound with the hammer down. One of these days we'll go up like Superman come back like the Lone Ranger, wag our tongue at the devil all the way home to glory and let him go to hell where he belongs. Isn't that good? I'm glad that we're saved on the good days and the bad days when we're up and when we're down, when we're good and when we fall short. I'm glad that we're saved by the grace of God, adopted into the family, grafted onto the branch, a part of the building in the bride of Christ, part of the body. Oh my, a name written down in the book of life in indelible ink. The devil couldn't erase it if he ever got access to it. And I'm glad we have an advocate with the Father, Christ Jesus, the Lord. He's our mediator. He's our go-between. He's our lawyer. And he stands there and we are justified just as if we'd never sinned, redeemed by his blood, set free. Thank God for all those good Bible truths. Well, I hope that you're smiling a little bit today. I hope you're not pooching out your lip, drooping your shoulders, complaining about how the sky is falling. Better eat worms and die. If you're saved, please don't tell anybody you're saved if you're going to act like that. We don't need more pessimistic Christians. We don't need folks acting like they got terminal life. we got eternal life. We don't go around on the whining side. We're on the winning side. we got much more to shout about than to pout about. And listen, I don't want to attend your pity party. I'm having a hard enough time at my own. And so we had to walk around. Billy Sunday said, with a long face is a poor billboard for a Christian. And I believe that. We ought not be a, a bad billboard for God. I mean, we ought to walk around with the joy of the Lord. So people can look at us and say, man, what is that hope that lies within you? And he said, it's Christ in me, the hope of glory. I tell you, I'm nothing, but he's everything. And he gave me uh, what I couldn't give to myself. He paid a debt I couldn't pay. He did what I couldn't do. I mean, he gives me the bread of life, living water. Every step of the journey, got the Holy Ghost, who's my guide, who's my comforter. He indwells me. He empowers me fills me stirs me up i tell you i got a church to go to i got a bible to read i got the promise of prayer i got a, a pastor to lead me i got the uh, hymns i can say i mean i tell you i'm blessed i'm blessed 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 i might not have a million dollars i might not have a world-renowned name but i've got jesus and he's enough and paul said that i that i may know him and the power of his resurrection. And I don't care how much you know. If you don't know him, you'll never be satisfied. But you get to know Christ, and you'll find satisfaction here in this world. Well, we are in Genesis 26, and this will be our second study in the 26th chapter. If you have missed any of the prior Bible studies, they are available on our podcast, Striving for Revival, found on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and other platforms. And that is free for you, and I'd encourage you to be a Striving for Revival podcast listener. That way, if you miss us on any of these fine radio stations, you'll find us on the podcast. And by the way, let me say thank you to all of the radio stations and the networks that now carry us across our country. And what a blessing it is to be on AM, FM, shortwave, and internet streaming stations. And those add uh, are added there to 
pretty regularly right now, and God just seemed to open that window. And if you hear our podcast or hear us on a station and want to add us to yours, just contact uh, us. You can do that through the Facebook page and other ways, and we will see about getting Striving for Revival on your network, and that would be a blessing uh, to us and, and hopefully a blessing to you as well. Here in Genesis 26, we spoke last study from verse number one on how there was a famine besides the first famine. And life is that way, is it not? Sometimes we'll have hardships and we'll get through the hardship initially. And then we forget, hey, listen, we're not done yet. There might be another hardship. And that second wave of hardship is what will knock us out. We've got to be prepared. and We've got to be fortified and willing to stand and to be strong in the Lord. In verse number 20, uh, or sorry, verse number one of chapter 26 uh, says, And there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, now I want you to see this phrase, go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and will give unto thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because that Abraham obeyed my voice, and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. I want you to notice... Abraham had obeyed God, and because Abraham's obedience and faith, God is being good in the life of Isaac. Isaac is the son of promise. Abraham, in his life, you know the story because we've studied it, had gone to Egypt before. But in this instance, I want you to see God says specifically to Isaac, go not down into Egypt. He said, I want you to stay in this land. I'm going to bless you in this land. I'm going to provide for you in this land. I'm going to do for you in this land. Don't you run. Don't you retreat. Don't go down into Egypt. Now, if you study your Bible, we always find in our Bible that Egypt is a type and a picture of the world. Now, the motivation that might have driven Isaac to Egypt was the famine, a season of fruitlessness, a season of barrenness, a season of difficulty, a season of hardness. And God knows that the heart of man, the flesh of man, that our tendency is to find relief no matter the compromise, no matter the cost. We just want relief. Lift the burden, ease the tension, Restore the blessing. And we don't care if we have to sell out. We don't care if we have to compromise. We don't care if we have to go somewhere we should not go to find that and to get that fixed. We will do that and we'll do it fast. So God steps in and says, hey, Isaac, I understand that it's hard. I understand that it's dry and understand that it's barren. I understand that it's fruitless. And if you're not careful, your flesh will look down because it's not up. It's always down, down to Egypt. And you'll find yourself there. He said, but here's my command. Don't go. It is not right. It is not 
permissible. It is not okay to run to the world. I don't care how hard. I don't care how heavy. I don't care how hot the battle. You stay where I say stay. You stand where I say stand. You serve where I say serve, and I will bless you there. I'll meet with you there. I'll be good to you there. I'm going to do the work there. Don't go down to Egypt. Now, let me apply this. Egypt is a type of the world, and God is giving us the principle. I don't care how difficult. I don't care how dry. I don't care how barren. I don't care how fruitless. I don't care how heavy the weight. I don't care how difficult you find it to be. It is never permissible. It is never right. It is never okay to leave God's will and run to the world. You say, but if we go down to the world, then we can bear fruit, not good fruit. You say, if we go down to the world, then it won't be so hard. It'll be harder than you think. If we go down to the world, we won't face what we're facing here. No, you'll face something entirely different down there. It would be better to struggle and stay in God's will than to compromise and get a moment of relief and lose it all down in Egypt. So God says, don't go there. Don't you go to Egypt and copy their dress. Don't you go to Egypt and copy their music. Don't you go to Egypt and copy their methodology. Don't you go to Egypt and adopt their philosophy. I don't care if you're losing people. I don't care if they're not responding to the preaching. I don't care if they're bucking the dress standard. I don't care if they don't enjoy the hymns of the faith. I don't care if the worldly crowd is pressuring you and tightening the news and turning the vice. It is not right to go to the world. And let me challenge every pastor, every missionary, every Christian, every saved person today, stand, stay, and serve where God has placed you. Don't go to the world. I don't care. Pragmatism is not our calling. Faithfulness and obedience is our duty. Well, I pray God will speak to your heart about that. There's never a reason, never a cause, and never an okay moment to go to the world. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I pray you'll join us next Bible study. Until then, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.